because we're a learning and adaptive species, whatever happens to us, immediately we're going to have a reaction. Immediately. It's going to be, boom, react. This episode is brought to you by my book, Get Your Stuff Done. Review what's inside and purchase it at isoldatee.com slash getyourstuffdone. Hello and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Whether you're writing the first sentence of a book or solving the climate crisis to get people's attention, you need to tell your story creatively. On the show, I interview peak performers who are coming up with those creative stories and solutions. Through creativity, compassion, and collaboration, they're changing the world. I also bring you ideas and techniques to unlock your potential to do the same. And now, let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I've been thinking about a lot. It happened uh, sort of to come up for me when I was writing in my journal, and I wrote the words, you can't see the New York skyline from New York. And that's not strictly speaking true. You can totally see the New York skyline from Brooklyn uh, or Queens, which is part of New York. So really, it's you can't see the New York skyline from Manhattan. But let's call it you can't see the New York skyline from New York. What does that mean? What it means is in order to be able to see this amazing, beautiful thing, the New York skyline, you can't be in it. You have to be away from it. You have to be in New Jersey. You have to be in Brooklyn. You have to be in Queens. You have to be uh, part partially away from it. You have to have some distance And that's, to me, all about perspective. And here's another way of looking at perspective. I am recording this episode at five o'clock in the morning. Now, there are lots of ways to get to five o'clock in the morning. You can be coming in from a long night of partying, and you could be dead tired and ready to just drop at five o'clock in the morning. You can be one of those people who goes, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep early and I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to go running in the park. It's going to be awesome. That's another way to look at five o'clock in the morning. Or you can be like me. You get up early, whether or not you got a good night's sleep and here you are. And so (laughs) if you're listening to this at five o'clock in the morning, uh, let me just say, you, 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 depending on where you're coming from, it's going to be either really great or really perhaps not great. I hope it's really great for you. But yeah, this is something that we can look at for a lot of different things, right? You can look at it from the perspective of uh, time or distance, but you still have to look at five o'clock in the morning in one way in relation to something else, right? That's how we tend to see things. We tend to see things in relation to what has come directly before this thing. For example, if you were to, this is something I do with my clients. If you were to take a a bucket of water and put pretty warm water in that bucket, and then if you were to take a second bucket and you were to put really cold water in it, like ice water, and then you were to take a third bucket and put tepid room temperature water in it, and then you were to do the following experiment, you get a really 
good experiential way of seeing relative perspective. And I'm going to talk about how to do that in a second, but I just want to say that we are an adaptive species, right? I think when Einstein was talking about relativity, he was talking about, in many ways, everything, right? If you see something relative to what it was before, then you're going to see it colored by the experience that just happened. Whether or not what's happening is uh, something that you can say objectively is a good thing or objectively is a bad thing, you don't really know. And here's another way of looking at this entire thing, right? Another way of looking at it is, is like that old adage uh, that there was a man who had a son and uh, he was a farmer. I, From what I remember, he was a farmer who had a son. And uh, one day, a wild horse ran into his paddock at his farm and the people of the village where he lived said oh this is amazing you've gotten a horse you you should you feel you should feel like you've gotten this this wonderful universal benefit and the farmer just went we'll see and a few days later his son was riding the horse trying to ride the horse and the horse threw the son and the son fell off the horse and broke his leg and the people of the village said oh no your son has broken his leg. It, it was not good luck after all that you found the, that the horse came into your paddock. And the farmer just said, we'll see. And a few days after that, the emperor's army came and they were recruiting all of the young, healthy men to go fight in a war. But the son was injured and could not go. And the people said, oh, it ended up being a really good thing that, that you got this horse because now your son can't be drafted into war. And the farmer said, We'll see. And it's interesting because every single one of those things could be thought of as objectively bad or objectively good. But are they? When you're looking at it from distance, when you're looking at it with perspective. So let's get back to the water. And you've got, let's say, really warm water, not boiling, don't hurt yourself, really warm water in one bucket really cold water in a second bucket and room temperature water in the third bucket. Now, what if you were to take, and in fact, if you want to try it, but remember, be safe, be safe, be safe. But if you were to try it, you'd go, okay, let me put my hand in the really warm water for a few seconds. I'm going to put my right hand in the really warm water for a few seconds, like five seconds, no more. And hold it there like it's bath water, you know, like if you were taking a bath and hold it there for five seconds and then remove your hand, shake off that water and put it into the room temperature water and see how that water feels compared to the hot water, right? Does it feel pretty cool? I imagine it does. Now, take your left hand and put it in the really cold water, like the ice water and hold it there for five seconds and then take it out and put it right into that tepid water, that same room temperature water. How does that room temperature water feel? I'm willing to bet it feels a good bit warmer than it felt when you put it in from the hot water, right? When you put your other hand in, hand in from the hot water, I'm willing to bet it feels different. And that's because what happened just before you put your hand into that tepid water was radically different. And that's the point is if you look at it from perspective, then you can make that change. And the same thing with 
going back to being in Manhattan. When you're in Manhattan, you see a lot of really great tall buildings and you see great architecture, right? But it is absolutely impossible to see the entire New York skyline from Manhattan. When you're there, it's not possible to see the Empire State Building as beautiful and tall and majestic compared to the other buildings as you would see it if you were standing in Weehawken, New Jersey, for example. So that's another way of looking at all this is how do you get perspective on the bigger picture? Now they call it getting a bird's eye view. You can get up high away from it. You can get away from it to the lateral, to the left or right, or you can get away from it through time. Those are the two ways to gain perspective, either time or distance. You're listening to the Creative Solutions Podcast, where curiosity is king, creativity is queen, and compassion rules them both. And why did I bring this up? Well, because we're a learning and adaptive species, whatever happens to us, immediately we're going to have a reaction. Immediately. It's going to be, boom, react in one way or another. Could be a positive reaction, could be a negative reaction, could be a small reaction, could be a big reaction, but we're going to react somehow. It's only with a little bit of time and distance that we are able to mitigate that reaction into a response. My way of doing that is I always tell all of my coaching clients that if you want to sort of temper your reaction to something, get a little distance. One of the best ways to get a little distance is to breathe, right? So instead of just reacting, unless it's an emergency situation, of course, if it's an emergency situation, yes, of course, you need to react immediately. But if it's not an emergency situation, if something happens and you are about to have a pretty big reaction to it, or what they call a knee-jerk reaction, take a little minute and take a few deep breaths. Just three deep breaths to account for, you know I talk about doing breathing a lot. It's so important. Breathing changes everything. And take a few breaths and then see what that reaction is. And the reason I paused right before I said reaction is because it's not really a reaction anymore. Now it's a response, right? There are two different ways of looking at all of this. If you react immediately, it's it's the nervous system. And I've been talking about this a lot, the sympathetic nervous system, that fight, flight, or freeze. Whatever happens, you react immediately. That's great. That's your organism needing to survive. But survival is only part of the equation. It's not just surviving. You also want to thrive. And if the organism wants to thrive, then it needs peace and calm in order to come up with a plan of action. And you come up with a plan of action for thriving with a tiny little bit of distance, right? So making big decisions, you need a little distance. Making a huge decision right away without having that perspective can make you go into what your id wants, to quote Freud, like what is going to be the big pleasure principle thing of this? Or you can take a little distance and go, okay, what is sort of my, what is it? I forget what it's better angels, right? What do my better angels want from this? That's another way of looking at it. It cannot be just, what is that I want right now? Instead, think of it a little bit more tempered by being calm, being peaceful, and then figuring out for yourself, what is it that you need in the moment? Now, to get to that place of calm and peace, you need a little bit of distance, a little bit of time. 
And so I, I actually developed a little worksheet for you. If you want to download it, feel free. I'm going to put the link to it in the show notes. The little worksheet is all about what kind of perspective you need. What's happening, like when literally, it's something that you're going to be able to uh, access and write on and then go from there. And what it is, is ask yourself this question. What is it that I need right now? Something has happened. What do I need to do? Is it an emergency? Then you're not even going to go to the worksheet. But if it's not an emergency, if you've been offered a job, let's say, maybe the immediate decision is, of course, I'm going to take this job because it's more money. But what if you love to travel and this job is going to mean that you cannot travel at all? Or what if you don't want to travel and this job is going to mean that you are gone two weeks out of the month? That happened to me when I worked for NASA, for example. When I worked for the GLOBE program, for a while there, I was traveling two weeks out of every month. And I loved it. I loved traveling. I was happy to do it. It was amazing. That job was one of the best things that's ever happened to me. But what if it was somebody who was a real homebody and was offered this job? And is that a good thing for that person? Probably not. Now, it might be good because they might need to get out of the comfort zone, but they don't know that in the moment. So that's why I'm saying you need to uh, think about this. So giving yourself the opportunity to go, what is it that it's going on? Write that down and then say, what is my immediate reaction? What do I really want or don't want out of this right now? And then decide for yourself, do I need time or distance? Do I need to wait a couple of days before I make a decision? Or do I need to walk away from it literally and go, okay, what is the best thing for me to do? And in fact, I tell my clients something else when we're working together, when something's going on and it's it requires what would be an immediate response, not an emergency, you know, obviously, but if you're sitting down, I say, stand up, get a different view. That even that tiny little change will give you a different view, right? If, if you're up at five o'clock in the morning and you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, you're going to have a very different response to stimuli, to whatever's going on, than if you're dragging yourself in after a night of partying and all you want to do is have your head hit the pillow. So I'm going to ask you to think about that perspective, the, the shift that you need in order to gain a more beneficial perspective. And think about downloading that sheet and writing that stuff out for yourself because it is, I think, crucial for us to get perspective in order to be able to make the best decisions. If it's an emergency, of course, you're going to need to react in the moment. But if it's not an emergency, in order to get to the best response, you're going to need either time or distance or perhaps both. Alrighty, I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. I am thrilled to be here with you, and I hope that you are enjoying these episodes, both the solo ones and the interview ones, and of course, the newest edition, the Vegan Solutions episodes. I'm loving giving those to you because more and more I am looking at the world through, hey, what does it take to take other beings into perspective? What does it take to be cruelty-free? What does it take to leave something better than I found it? 
What does it take to lead with compassion and curiosity? Those are all things that I'm spending a lot of time thinking about right now because I think that's, in many ways, my purpose. So I hope that you will subscribe to the show if you're the first time listener. And I also hope that you'll tell a friend. That would be amazing. I will be back on, well, Friday. (laughs) Today is Monday, if you're listening on Monday. I'll be back on Friday with a Vegan Solutions episode. I think I'm going to be talking about uh, another restaurant that I love. You know, I always do a vegan restaurant review and more products and how we can make them cruelty-free. Just if you want to gain perspective on that, on how to be more cruelty-free and how to be more compassionate in what you buy, how to be more sustainable and conservationist in what you buy. Come back for the next few Fridays because I'm going to be talking about all of that week after week because I think that kind of perspective, that kind of point of view is really important. Until next time, this is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast reminding you to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.